I know what to do, but I don't know why I don't do it. That probably comes up more than anything before. I would say, in all the conversations we have, this is the morning chat, but in the evening. It's a busy day today, being Marlborough, devices, Marlborough, one-to-ones, group, live from home, one-to-ones, said that already. That's the type of day. Then tonight we've got legs, muscle strengthening, stomach blasts as well, core work, and a live Q&A as well, where we're going to be talking about sleep, circadian rhythm, what you can do with regards to your energy, your food, light, why some days you might feel more tired than others and not be able to put your finger on it. Anyway, something on that note, I just had a one-to-one morning, afternoon, evening even, Casey. (laughs) Got it right. So just been talking about why we don't do the things we know we need to do. I mean, we were actually talking about Marlborough College Summer School and how it's been cancelled last two years. And I said, yeah, I'd normally deliver a nutrition course there. And it's really interesting because, um, you know, we talk to people from different countries quite often, whether Japan, Germany, we were talking about in particular and how, you know, different cultures are so different in terms of our relationship with food, what we can get so easily in terms of food. For example, one of the ladies in there one year mentioned how if she, this is her words, if I lived in Marlborough, I would be really fat. It was her word because she was like, I can't believe you can go to the supermarket or go to a shop and buy one slice of cake. At home, she said, it's like, you just have to buy a whole cake. And it's little things like that that make it really convenient and easy to eat a slice of cake, right? You know, once upon a time, a cake was a birthday cake. Right? Or we made the cake and etc. Now we can just buy a slice of cake, which we take for granted. But my point in all of this is environment. And I'm going to get straight to the point now. Which is rare for me. I didn't get straight to the point, did I? So, when you look at environment, we often just downplay this because it is not very sexy compared to talking about carbs fats saturated fats you know fasting shakes it's not a very sexy thing to talk about but if you think about how important your environment is and i'm bringing this up because different cultures different food environment hey michelle there's plenty of research that backs this up in terms of even what your kitchen looks like can impact the choices you make You know, we often blame supermarkets for having junk food at the checkouts. But then if we're putting that on our counter, every time we walk in our kitchen, we have a choice to make. The more choices we have, the less willpower we have. And they even know that people who, research suggests, people who have cereal out on the counter were £10 heavier on average than people who had a fruit bowl out. So people who had a cereal out on the counter were £10 heavier on average than people who had a fruit bowl out. And again, I can see that with my kids. We keep fruit bowl on, on the side, they'll eat fruit. If I keep cake on the side, they'll eat cake. In fact, the other day, um, someone had very kindly made them two little unicorn cakes. So obviously they come home from nursery, hungry, straight in, and I'll grab them straight away. And I was just about to make dinner and I thought, if I take those off them, that's almost saying you can't have that food. So I thought, you know what, I'll put a buffet of food out. Okay, yeah, you can have them. Let's have a buffet of food. So we just had dinner early. And it's really interesting to see what they did. Almost foods were treated were treated evenly. Then it was less like you know they would dip some carrot in a hummus, <laughs> dip some carrot in hummus, take a bite of that, then go for a bite of a unicorn cake. Completely kind of random choices, but rather than it being like right, eat your dinner first, then get then you can have the cake, which is what a lot of people say. Right, not that it's necessarily right or wrong, but you're kind of putting that food on a 
pedestal. Anyway, food environment plays a massive role, as does your support network. Like, this can be quite a touchy subject, but I would say some of the people who do the best often have a very good support network at home. Like, people will be really happy for them that they're doing something, they're exercising, rather than feeling that pressure where it's like, you're doing something again, you know, and feeling like, oh, I feel guilty about doing this. Shouldn't be doing that. Or, you know, everyone else says that I shouldn't, I, you know, I shouldn't do this. It's not sustainable, people. Or they surround themselves and the group, the community, the ladies, the like-minded ladies that they surround themselves with in the sessions, outside the sessions, Q&As, actually become really, really important. And that almost like that support network that they're maybe lacking in other areas, which has been, which has actually been missing and the difference between them actually sticking to something compared to not. And this is, this is so over underrated when it comes to a transformation, which is your support network. The amount of support you get and also the environment you surround yourself with, not just in, in your home, not just the food environment that you surround yourself in, but also the people, the support, the community that you have around you. Are people, is it normal, is it normal to do what you do around in your friendship group and your group of people you're doing with or are you the odd one out because it, it definitely makes a difference and this is this is the type of stuff that people don't talk about a lot and if you are struggling I'll definitely reach out to someone to get an accountability partner or anything like that but more practical basis on this but going back to the environment on here there's a few things you can do you know are are the sides of your kitchen do you have food left out on the side? If you do, can you put them away? It sounds really small, it sounds really small, but every time you walk into the kitchen then it's easier, it's a little bit easier to grab a handful of nuts. It's a little bit easier to grab a bag of crisps. It's a little bit easier to pour a bowl of cereal. Just one thing you can do straight away on there. Can you put a fruit bowl out in the middle? So if you do want to grab it, it's that. Or as Sue does, a veg box in the fridge that she can just grab so she knows she's already pre-done one. Already, a really simple thing. If you want a whole list of these, by the way, comment below with checklist, and I'll give you a little checklist to make your environment a little bit more friendly, willpower friendly, I would say. So just comment below with checklist and I'll send that over to you. Because there's loads I could go through but what would be more helpful if you, if you went through it? Because it's got to be personal to your environment. It could be your office. It could be your kitchen. Wherever you kind of have that issue, it could be your car. So I hope that helps. And any questions, Sue, since being with Fruity Fit, Veg Box is brilliant. Yeah, because that worked for you. But that might not work for everyone, right? Because we know, you know, if snacking was an issue for you, but someone else, it might be... It might be around their meals. It might be around the support network in terms of the people. Um, I know it was great, Sue, when you actually came to the studio because you got to meet people who, for the first time, who you've seen online all the time and you actually got to meet them in, in person, which is cool. Anyway, hope that helps. Any questions, as always, just let me know. I'm going to be going through all the comments on here and all the other videos um, tomorrow. So I'll send that over then for you. And yeah, I've wanted to share that today because yeah, I do think it's an underrated thing. You know, we talk a lot about carbs, fats, protein, all those things. And, you know, speaking of the environment now, people with a dog, for example, will often say, you know, I want to 
I feel so much better after I go for that dog walk. And there's so many variables in this. Yeah, dogs <laughs> definitely make you happier because they, you know, happy to see them. But there's also the, the there's the walking, the exercise we know is great. But it's also getting light, like actual light hitting our eyes can have a massive impact on our energy levels in terms of our hormones, in terms of blocking out the hormones that make us tired. And, you know, if you can apply this to, sounds depressing, I know, but towards autumn, winter, that's why people have, like, lamps as well, you know, that light lamps to help them in the morning. But getting out in the day is so, so important, especially those when the hours, daylight hours go lower. You know, we talk about seasonal affective disorder. I know this is getting on to a different topic now, but... You look at all these environmental things, like our, from our kitchen counters to, the, to whether someone has a dog. Because in the, in the winter, is someone going to go for a walk when it's raining and get sunlight for half an hour? Maybe not. But if they've got a dog, they probably will. Anyway, I could go on all day about this. I find it fascinating. Because sometimes the difference between someone who succeeds and not is as simple as these small little things that we already do. And we don't need to add anything in or talk about fasting. Anyway, hope that helps. Any questions, just let me know and I'll see you soon. Take care.